here it is. It's the episode everybody's been waiting for. Dun, 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 dun. Um, Chara Watch is officially over. The end of and, Chara Watch. Uh, actually, you know what? Before before I really get into this, um, this is the Balcony Chatter podcast. <laughs> um, I am one of your hosts. I am Andrew McKenney. I'm mad. Um, I'm yeah. here with Tim Taylor, my co-host. Yeah. Um, and we have some stuff to talk about today. Mm-hmm. We had such a nice episode last week. We wonderful. had Jack back on here. Yeah. It was it was great. We talked all things basketball. Everything went well except for your prediction. Everything went well except for I cursed the Celtics. <laughs> and now <laughs> I, I and now we have to have this episode where yeah. we talk about Zidane Chara. Yeah, big and Z. It, it, for for those of you who have been living under a rock um, and don't know, let me just tell you what happened. So, Zdeno Chara is now a member of the Washington Capitals, and I definitely said that right, and you heard what I said, but it's not. It's just not right. I I have so many feelings about this. That I don't even know where to begin. I don't know where to begin. Yeah. Well, I think we should start with... um, Let's start with the deal. And then I think Sweeney. So, okay. Uh, The first thing that I saw was some guy, some random... I don't even think he was verified on Twitter. Basically said... I'm hearing word that Zdeno Chara is going to Washington. And I want to point out, you always catch these. You always catch the guy who maybe isn't the sports reporter who has the take right on Twitter. I don't know how you catch him, but there was some other one that you, you always find these. So, I, I mean, not in this in this case, kudos doesn't feel right, but <laughs> you always yeah, find yeah, those it, guys who know, for whatever reason, unverified. Yeah, it, yeah. And so at first I was like, I don't know. I'm not going to believe this until I see, you know, Chara or Washington post about it. Um how am I supposed to believe this guy that, again, I don't think he was even verified. And then within, literally within two minutes, it just spread like wildfire. And so the only reason that I believed it, aside from everybody being, you know, all the spit and chicklets, all those guys speculating that this was true, was that Chara posted on Instagram basically saying, you know, thank you, Boston, for the 14 years of me being there, being the captain, us doing so many, you know, winning the cup, all of this stuff. And at that point, you, you have to believe that it's real, obviously. <laughs> right. So It's not April 1st. As, right. So I was pretty upset about that. Like, I, I was like, this, first of all, can't be true. And it is true, but it, I don't want to believe it. And I was pretty mad about that for like, I don't know, a good hour. And then... I found out what he got paid in Washington. So let's go back to what we were we were we were under the impression he was asking. So I w- you know I was under the impression he'd get a million a million and a half or something like that. But we had heard something about five, right? Wasn't that last time we, there was a rumor that he might have been asking for a ton of money? No, that was Hoffman. Okay. So he supposedly wanted. That's a whole other thing that we'll we're going to talk we'll about. We'll get so. on. We'll get on to Hoffman. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> the rage so I fi- that, yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I find out that he's getting paid seven hundred ninety-five thousand dollars to play, not even making a million dollars. So I get more mad, and what happens is then you realize it's not about money at all. They don't care about the money, um, and you start to wonder, well, what is the reasoning? 
I mean, like I said, Chara posted about this on Instagram, which confirmed that it was obviously true, and basically said um, that the Bruins decided to go younger. I mean, for what he what he said exactly was. The Boston Bruins have informed me that they plan to move forward with their many younger and talented players, and I respect their decision. So, How long ago do you think they told him that? I think, I mean, you and I talked about this off off the the air, if, if you will, that that video that's put together is clearly, there, there was yeah. time taken to make that video. That video was made, I want to say, I mean, truly weeks ago. That may that video yeah. may have been made at the beginning of free agency. I think Chara was informed many many moons ago. Now, why Sweeney won't own that, or wear it as a badge, or just let it be known early on, and we're we're here just like watching for no reason for a very long time when it seems like that was the case is I I don't beyond me I don't know maybe there was a chance we go back to him like a chance like you don't sign another defenseman and you need to go back and sign that veteran defenseman who knows your system very well, but so evidently that one didn't qualify either. From what Sweeney has said uh, after the fact was that they did offer him a contract. Uh, I I want he said it, he definitely said weeks if not months ago. So it it's not that they didn't offer him something, but what Sweeney also said was that they pitched it to him as a different role. They were going to give him less playing time and a lower. You know they had they had lower expectations and didn't want him to play as much, which uh, I, I don't. You know, Char is not the type of guy to just sit. He's not the guy that doesn't want it. Like once he isn't contributing to the team, he's out. Right. He doesn't want to do that. Yeah. And he's said that in the past, like about retirement and stuff. Is that if he's not going to be helping the team out, it's over. So Washington clearly wanted to give him. Again, money is not the issue. Any team in the league, regardless of what their cap space is, probably has 795k. So it, they they are willing to give him the opportunity to play a bigger role. And I think now we have to play them eight times this year. That's going to be awesome to see. And every single time we're going to have to hear about it. Um, but I just don't get it. Like your defense got worse this year. Mm-hmm. It got way much, worse much this worse. year. Yeah. Like, it's not even like you just lost Chara, and that's it. You lost offense. You lost defense. You lost penalty kill. You lost power play. So it's like And you were the aspect, President's Trophy team that couldn't pull it out in the end. Granted, we lost our netminder, but I don't know that, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say that goalie was the entire thing, but it didn't feel like goalie was the entire issue. No, but it didn't help. So no, yeah. I think that this team... When they were on the verge, they went to the Stanley Cup final. They won the President's Trophy. They had a shot last year. Um, obviously didn't pan out, but we took a step backwards and didn't get any better. Offensively, we got we got Smith, which is going to be great, yep. I think. I think that that third line, assuming that's where he that, plays, yeah. is going to be awesome. But offense was the least of our issues going into this season. It was more so. I mean, secondary scoring, yes, of course, we've been talking about that for a while, but Defense was a big problem. I mean, we don't have what it takes. Grizzlick is not going to make up for Krug. Uh, no. he's, he's a great player, what, but he's not going to make up for that. What is this fantasy? Why, like, why is this a storyline even? Right. Oh, and yeah. unless unless one of these guys, like Vakaninen or or somebody, is a star, 
they're not going to make up for Chara. It's just not going to happen. You, you're most likely to have Carlo fill in that role. Um, but Lozon's not going to do it. He's going to be a fine player, but he's not going to fill that role. I mean, you're going to miss a huge portion of your defense this year just by losing those two. It's going to be almost like a completely different team. Mm-hmm. I mean, we obviously, we really need McAvoy to step it up and Carlo to step it up and continue the way that they're playing, but they're not. That's clearly our new first line, right? It has to be, or, or actually, it can't be because you don't want to top. You don't want to top load your line like that, right? I mean, like, I figure. Yeah. So that's even more it's, frustrating. It's Carlo and Grizzlick and and I don't know Miller and McAvoy. I really don't gross. know. Like that makes me feel a little gross inside. Because then you got Lozon and Vakaninen or whoever else that they're putting back there. I just, I just don't, I don't know what their plan is. Um, but. I'm angry about it for sure. Yeah. I hate it, man. It's a bummer. Uh Now I want you to give Sweeney an off-season grade. So I mean, if we're looking at the entire Oh wait, actually sorry. Let's touch on Hoffman first. Hoffman who the Bruins were rumored to be in business with just recently signed a trial contract with the St. Louis Blues. Apparently Sweeney couldn't get a trial contract across the desk to him. What the f is happening? So I will say this though, um, he signed a PTO with with the Blues. Yeah. So, but then he actually signed a deal. I'm pretty sure for like four million or something like that. Uh-huh. So he, I mean, let's be real. He is gonna get paid. Okay. It's just, I I don't I don't understand why he did that in the first place. I don't understand what the point of it was. But That's weird. Um, it's just frustrating man like all of the players that we wanted or that we thought we had a shot at we probably never had a shot at them I mean and and this is a bad look in my eyes you know you have a guy like Chara we talked about this with like with Brady and stuff in the past it's like you have a guy who is your number one guy regardless of whether what his production is he's your he's the face of your franchise I mean we have Bergeron of course and pasta but like Chara's the captain. So if they don't show loyalty to somebody like him or they think that they're going to be better without him for one more year, what makes people want to come here thinking that there's going to be loyalty? There, there's no loyalty in sports anymore. No. I mean, we've seen this with Brady. We saw this with Mookie Betts. We're I mean, now seeing does, this with Chara. It does feel like no one wants to come to the city of Boston and to play hockey, which and, is, is I mean, I, I understand all the arguments against, you know, uh, not being able to get NBA players, not being able to get baseball players. I mean, Red Sox throw more money than God at people, so they don't really say no there. But not wanting to play in the historic city of Boston, original six, it does seem like an issue, and it does seem like an like a, an actual issue. So let me ask you this question: If if first of all, Bergeron's going to be the next captain of this team? Absolutely. I, I, we're going to get into that. I want to get in, into letters and how many of your jerseys you're going to fix. Go on. <laughs> so, oh man. So, say you're Bergeron and you become the captain of this team, and you have – I'm going to be generous here. I'm going to say he has five years left to play. That's I generous. Think, yeah. I think five that's generous. Five years of top-quality ho- hockey or five years in general? I think five years in general. Because he's 36? Uh, no. No. It's a, it's a good question. I believe he's around there, but but he, even still, so 
He's 35. Okay. So I, I could see him playing into his 40s, but I don't see him as being that number one, that top line guy. But no. so, all right, let's say he plays five, five to five more seasons because that's more than five years. Um, do you feel as if say you're Bergeron, do you feel that this team and this ownership isn't going to do what it takes to win another cup? Like, do you start to feel like, am I just wasting the end of my career here? I know he yeah. loves it here. I know he wants to be here, but they're not making the decision that they need to make. This team is getting worse. That's the, team the bottom is getting line. Worse. And the getting team older. is a worse team, and it's getting yeah. Time is already against them, and it's getting worse. That's the bottom line. And if I'm Patrice Bergeron, I look into where I can hoist the cup again. I do, and I wish I wish it was here. And there's nothing there's nothing that would make me feel more sick than Patrice Bergeron wearing anything but black and gold. But I can't say I'd blame him. What the hell is Sweeney doing? I, so, I I'm sorry. I guess he's every time he goes. Every time he goes in front of the press conference, he's like, I swear we did this. I swear we did this. I swear we did this. It's just like, land somebody. Throw too much money at someone. It's it, He's he's just so stingy for the sake of what? Being worse? What does this do? What does developing these young guys do? If you want to develop the young guys, then sell the farm. Get rid of Marshawn. Get rid of Bergeron. Get rid of Krejci. Sell everybody. If you really want to develop these young guys and see what they can do. Because this middling crap sucks and like i guess this is the year for it with 52 games but i mean th- this I, is, I, he better have a hell of a plan for next offseason because i'm pretty is, done with him i'm pretty done with sweetie right this is what's happening right now in chicago taves and kane are both pissed that they went into a rebuild without saying they were going into a rebuild so this is what it kind of feels like to me is that sweeney is kind of trying to rebuild on the fly and i say that with we literally have superstar players on this team i i but so does chicago so it's like right. you can rebuild with superstars. It, it, it is a thing. And so it, it just feels to me like they're trying to do it without actually coming out and saying that. Um, I think that the only way that I see this redeeming is let's say this year's a wash and, and nothing happens. After this season, um, you free up the money of Tuka Rask and David Krejci. That's two massive contracts. That's like $14 million right there. So there's no chance that we sign either of those players for the same amount of money. I think that that's, I think Rask retires, and I think that we either re-sign Krejci for cheaper or he goes somewhere else. Um, so that's a bunch of money right there that if you don't pick up somebody big, what do you do? I would doing? have to see what, I would have to see what we're looking at for the free agency, but I'd almost hope that we kind of, you know, we kind of let both of them move on for, at that at that juncture, if, if depending on who's available. Well, but that's the other thing too. I'd rather throw money at a stud than pay that like the end of their. So career say say you bit. have a say you can get a decent goaltender, right? And you have you have yeah. a good two pairing. And I'm not talking Rask. I'm talking whether it's Halak. Maybe it's not. But you have two goalies that are decent. You don't have you don't have an elite goaltender, but you have good goaltending. And you can sign, re-sign Krejci for, you know, a, a team-friendly deal. There's no way he's getting the same contract he did. So then, at that point in time, you can spend all of that Tuca money and and then some and get a star winger to play with him, with Krejci. I mean, yeah, we're, we're talking right. about, like, trying to 
I, I don't know if this is their plan is that they go, well, this year is going to suck and, you know, Charo's gone and it's going to be a learning curve anyway. And we're going to hope that next offseason is much better. But I feel like that's what we've been saying. And I know that we just went to the cup. I know we won the president's trophy. We've done a lot of good since Sweeney's been in here. And I've been 100% team Sweeney this whole time. But something's got to give here. Like, I, the youth movement was working. It got us to the to the cup. We didn't go all in on, on veteran guys or things like that. But you need some some veteran players that are good to, to sort of complement these younger guys who are still learning. I mean, that's why McAvoy and Carlo up to this point haven't been those number one guys because they're still learning. That's why Charo was so important to this team. And, uh, you know, it's just tough because it's, I think this Smith trade or the Smith pickup is going to be huge for veteran leadership. Coyle has already shown that he is a stud as far as like veteran guy can play any way that you need him to play. He's not a goal scoring machine, but he's a great two way player. And I, I would hope that he would get an A on his Jersey pretty soon. Um, but I think that, yes, I'd love to see these young guys really do what they, what Sweeney thinks they're going to do, but you need some other guys to complement that. And there's just no way around it. That's just how the league is. You can't only be young. It just doesn't work that way. So I just, I just don't know, man. What? Yeah. They named the last time we've seen a cup where there was only young. Yeah. No, no, none. Not that I can remember. <laughs> yeah. So it's the, I don't, I don't remember a lot of how did they do it. Right. It wasn't <laughs> like, Oh, well they, you know, they had a bunch of misfits and it just worked. I mean, yeah, a lot of those misfits end up being like guys who've been around the block a few times and know what they're doing. Like the Bruins, when they won in 2011, there was a ton of young guys on that team, but they also had a bunch of veteran guys too. I mean, you, you shout out to Mark, Mark Recchi, Chara, Bergeron, like all these guys that have Ference that have been around the block. Tim Thomas, he's been in the league for so long up to that point, like. It yeah. just you need those guys to complement the rest of the team and put them in place as far as hey, like Bergeron sets that perfect example all the time. That's why that first line is so good. You he can't play on right. every line, but on the bench you hear you see him talking to players and telling them how they should play. But you need other guys that can do that as well. So I know that we keep bringing up Smith that we're really high on that, but I'm very excited to see what happens and hope that he can bring a lot to this team. Um, not just for scoring. That, that's a great veteran move, but that's not the, like, you know. He's going to play on the third line. Listen, I, I know it kind of sounds like, yeah, he's going to play on the third line, and also it's just like that. that's not it. That's not everything. Get a couple of But vets. defense, too. Like, it can't just be yeah. offense that is yeah, all young course. guys. Yeah. I mean, it'll work in five years, of course, because those guys will have been in the league for seven years, eight years. But we're talking right now when you have the the tools to win it, with that first line, and now you have some secondary scoring, and we're going to see how Kasha plays this year with Krejci and DeBrusque, and hopefully the offense is really, like, they can turn it on, and I, I got fingers crossed about no, I, I shouldn't say no injuries, but injuries being minimum with how many games we have this year, as opposed to 82 games, we have 56, and then playoffs. Like, hopefully we can roll into the playoffs with, you know, some, some healthy players, assuming that we make it. I mean, this is now it's, it's not going to be easy, but I still feel confident about our chances. Of course. It's yeah. just, 
you know, we need. We just made it harder for right. ourselves in, in in a league where we were a, a step away two seasons ago and needed another piece, and now we're down pieces. Now let me. And and guess what? That team that we lost to has some of our pieces right. now. Let me ask you this: Would you feel better about this if we had actually landed Oliver Ekman Larson? Yeah. Like, would this? Would you? Obviously, you'd still be upset about Chara being gone, but the yeah. the pill would be a lot easier to swallow had we replaced. Chara, at least with a top pairing defenseman. Like we're we're, we're looking at is that, is that a is this a question? <laughs> I mean, the Chara thing will forever bum you out. But like, but that's the thing. That's if we lost if we that's like if we lost Brady and like I don't know who Mah- not Mah- like I don't know like Deshaun Watson came. But in. I'm I'm just saying like that is to me the only way that you let Chara walk away. Otherwise, you don't let that happen. He has to stay. No. He eats minutes. He kills the penalty. Like he, of course, he's lost a step. The guy's also massive. Like you gotta imagine that that guy's gonna slow down at some point. But he's not just massive. We should just make it a point to know. And it's not that we're in- informing anyone. Maybe we are. Maybe you don't know this little tidbit. He's the largest man to ever play in the history of the yeah. league. Six nine seven one on skates, and the fact that he's still playing in his forties. Is an anomaly. So it 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 doesn't make sense. It's amazing. Let me. But when you when you fail, like you're saying, when you fail to land any guy, you cannot let him go. You need to put your tail between your legs, pick the phone back up, and get the man that's been on your team for a decade back on your team. Not to mention, I mean, at where we sit right now, over a where decade. we sit right now, fourteen years, but um. There has been nothing. Nothing has been done. So maybe by the time this comes out, which we'll, I mean, this is it's Friday. You're listening to this, but I yeah, mean, maybe we get a nice New Year's Eve. Maybe special. something happens. But now we have cap space, and what are we going to do with it? Everybody's gone. We either need to make a trade or wait for the trade deadline when somebody wants to sell. So it, it's just. Let me bum you out a little bit more on this, Tim. It's going to be an interesting. It's going to be an interesting sales year with, um, you know, just how the divisions are set up and like people selling within their own division. It'll be. Oh, the, I'm everything is everything is everything I hate about this league is equally about this year and like how they're handling is is going to make it equally as interesting to see how they handle every step along the way. So I actually meant to bring this up when you said, "How long do you think that video has been made?" And it's clearly been a little bit, yeah. right? Oh, I mean, I. <laughs> it feels like that's been. I mean, you can whip that up so, pretty quickly so then, for sure. But that just felt like he was. It was cued. It was. It was a draft. Because it doesn't even say where he's going. It's just the Boston thing. So then, do you? It's that he's do gone, you, right? Yeah, it, do you think that it is? Uh, I'll. I'll just say. Do you think that it's scummy to, at the pro shop, sell Chara reverse retro jerseys, knowing that. Or maybe they didn't know. You know, I, I got to give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they didn't know, and Chara decided yeah, that. I don't think that rolls down. That's too much of an alarm. And yeah, I don't think that. Because at this point, all the people that bought those, you're kind of out of luck at the, right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope you really love the man, but he's never going to actually wear that right. jersey. Um. So then the other thing that I was going to say earlier, let me bum you out a little bit more. Sick. So let's start 2021 off the way. It's supposed let's to be ass- still in a pandemic. Let's assume that Kevin Miller does play. And I'm a big Kevin okay. Miller fan. He hasn't played in probably yes, two years or, or pretty close. Uh-huh. 
Yep. Aside from Kevin Miller and um let's say Chris Wagner, who who do you have that can stick up for any player on your team? Ma- McAvoy? Mm. Like he he's not really that guy yet. We lost Richie. Rich uh, maybe he plays on the fourth line. I don't even know where he, if he plays. Right. Uh well, we we just have him as a healthy scratch, and he marches down to the ice in a so, suit, and, that, and he takes on whoever he wants. That's the problem, is that last year, yeah. when we played Washington, Tom Wilson was running past Janak all night. He was all over him. So now, you don't yeah. have and now, Chara and, to... And now Zidane Chara is sitting on right. the bench, dapping him yep. up. You have nothing to protect your star player. I, I mean, Kevin Miller is injury-prone. I love the guy. I want him to, you know, succeed... If you want to come on the podcast, feel free. Um, we would love to talk to you, but let's be real here. If he's going to be the guy that has to stick up for everybody and he needs to be the guy that fights everybody when necessary, he's going to get hurt again, 100%, because all those guys do. Yeah. You saw you saw McQuaid for years stick up McQuaid, for everybody, yeah, exactly. and he was always getting mm-hmm. hurt. Not Nothing against yeah. the guy. Even, it's great that he's that player. Even Dennis. Even, even Seidenberg, like, you know, We've seen our fair share of injuries in the past from those yep. types of players, and it's because they play hard. Mm-hmm. It's because they stick up for their team. It's because that they'll do anything it takes to make sure that their teammates aren't getting thrown around like that. And it's do you know what this team needs? <laughs> Sean Thornton, a Bobby Robbins. Yeah, Bobby Robbins. Yeah, we need a Bobby Robbins that's gonna last all year. Get him up, dude. I. I just don't know where they go from here. I mean, Bergeron is yes, clearly going to be the captain. Thornton. He has that leadership. Everybody saw him. If there was, if they were able to give out two C's every year, they would. Ha- we would have two captains for for the last ten years. So that that part is not going to be a big change. I don't think. I don't think that it's going to really. It's going to be great for for the team to rally around him. That everybody knows that he deserves it. The whole team knows that he's the guy. Um, so that part's going to be great, but where do we go from there? I mean, that means that Krejci gets the A like Bergeron had always, I would imagine, and then you all think Krejci, you okay. alternate that second one with Marchand and Coyle, uh, somebody, you know, like I do McAvoy. maybe McAvoy even. I think McAvoy deserves it pretty young. I'm with that. He was right next to Chara. I'd love to see McAvoy get an A. And I think this. it helps boost his confidence too. T- totally, I think I think that's the move. That's the smart move. Don't don't make it a reward. Make it a tr- uh, like a prove boost. it. Yeah. yeah, make make it a prove it thing. Yeah, the, here's the A. This doesn't belong to you, but we want you to have it. Earn it. Ex- keep keep it on your exactly. chest. Exactly. I mean, we've seen it taken away from Marshan a couple of times now for doing stupid things. Yeah. So prove yeah. that you're a leader on this team and prove that you want to uh, kind of set a good example for the other players that are playing around you that might want to be there when you aren't wearing it anymore, you know? So I don't know, man, it, it's tough. I'm mad. I'm definitely mad. I get it. I'm mad too. But where do you, where do I'm you think too. that we go from here? We're just going into the season. It's just, I don't, there's, I don't know. There's no, there's clear. This is it, right? Well, this is the team. Well, you, we, we, we got to name some younger pieces right there's there's no one left that we can tack on right I mean there's some old veteran wing like do you think more than anything in the world 
it would floor you if we signed Mike Green right now? Do you think you'd maybe like break like your computer or I don't know, Don Sweeney's nose listen, or listen? I'm gonna I'm just gonna say I don't even want I don't want you to say things like that to me. I don't want to. I don't want to think about it. I want you prepared just, for an actual possibility well, so that this is a world we live you in. You have lost confidence in Sweeney. I think that's fair. Do you, I did a long time ago, you, and I and, and I'll be honest. I did before I should do, have. Do you but see him making? I get an, those gut instincts, baby, and it's paying off. A bit. You think he's going to make a move before the season starts? No. I have no faith. I mean, in it's that. in two no, weeks. I don't. Does, do I think he needs to? Yes, yeah. I do. I think we need another guy in there, even if that guy ends up being a scratch, and we we actually get a Providence guy who can step up and actually do things. Amazing. But until that is proven, have a guy who's played in the league before, and you're six. He's probably not going to be top six. I'd take any other team's seventh defenseman right now over trying out some of these new guys. You know what else hurts? <laughs> Let me just get this all out there while, <laughs> while we have it. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. I, I get the feeling that our third pairing is going to be Miller and John Moore. You know how much John Moore gets paid to do pretty much nothing? He gets paid like two and a quarter mil or two and three quarters. Nice. Like, Good on you, John. Dude, I don't get it. I, I don't understand what, like, I hope... Believe me, I'm always on the side of, like, I want everybody to play well. I want everyone to do good. I, I'm always rooting for all those guys. I've had a lot of, like, people have given me a hard time. They're like, why do you like Kevin Miller? Why do you like this player? Because I like the way that they play. They're not the number one defenseman, but I want to see them succeed. I, they play for the team that I like. I want them to be good. I don't want to see it, them be bad. That just doesn't do anything for me. So I'm always do you, do you know I trying to be positive about it. Who? I want to see Don Sweeney be able to keep a single expiring contract who is guaranteed to be, if not an all-star again, at least a top four or top six guy, depending on position. I want to see him able to keep one. We won't. We we don't have David Pasternak right now. If David Pasternak is not who he is, which is a hockey obsessed wannabe Bruin guy, rather than a cash guy, we don't have him. We didn't re-sign him, by the way, if if David Pasternak is not who David Pasternak is. Don Sweeney cannot keep anybody on this team, and give me an example where that is incorrect. And he I, doesn't land anyone. We're not bringing in names, and we're watching our stars, literal, borderline, if not actually all-stars, walk. That is on him and no one else. Danny Ainge is getting an insanely bad rap for losing Hayward for quote-unquote nothing, even though we got that gorgeous trade exemption for losing Kyrie, which is LOL, and for Horford. If we're going to give Danny Ainge shit for those three guys who actually shouldn't be on this team right now, then Don Sweeney deserves it all for Krug, and I'll even throw Char in the bunch, especially because we don't have OEL or anybody else. Yeah. And that that one good offseason signing does not make up for all of this because it's offensive and it just the you know Boston Bruins should land two guys in offseason. I agree, minimum. Ugh. I I don't really, but we don't sign like we don't get star players that come here without no, exactly it being like I, I there it just doesn't really happen. I mean, we obviously Pasternak developed here; he turned into a superstar. Like, it wasn't that we traded for him. No. You know? So, I just, 
I just I mean, don't know. I mean, look at us. We're we're all development, right? Didn't Krejci is Krejci through us or did, did Krejci yep. play somewhere else first? Yeah, Krejci's through Bergeron, us. Bergeron, Marshawn, yep. Pasternak, um, McAvoy. <laughs> like, dude, it's DeBrusque. Uh, and that's good. Like, I mean, that's great. But you still fantastic. need to be able to get other people. If you can win championships only, only through development, that is such a feat. It is such a stupid thing to try for because it is so unrealistic. Yeah, I mean, we don't see. I mean, Belichick, try I suppose, it. but like otherwise, because it just doesn't happen with the Bruins, and and it, it, I don't know, man. It's. It's tough. It's re- it really is because it's tough. You see these other guys like like Bergeron and Marshan and Pasta all taking team friendly deals because they want to be here and they want to win, which is I, I I keep referencing it, but it's like similar to Brady where like he wants the tools around him. He wants to have. He wants to get. Of course, he's getting paid good money. This is great money, more than any of us will ever see, probably that are, that's listening to this. So it's like, you know. You, if if these guys are going to take these team friendly deals this time, for long like they they signed Pasta for six years, on a team friendly deal, this guy could get so much money elsewhere. If they don't show that they're going to prove, if they're not going to do anything to make it so that this team is going to compete for the cup, like why would he sign a team friendly deal on the next run? I think honestly, and I mean this, he's an idiot if he does that. I I agree. <laughs> like I mean, I mean, dude, you already signed away six years of your prime. You're probably gonna. I, I mean, he could have a very long prime. The man, of course, the man could be a top five guy ever. He 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 has that potential. I'm not saying that, but he has that potential, especially in offense. But you saw that with, he's an I mean, idiot if he takes another team friendly deal from Don Sweeney. Idiot, it, and we're le- stupid if we don't pay him everything he wants. Unless something crazy happens where they actually start getting players, which I don't see it happening. Because it's the same thing with Marshan. It's the same thing with Bergeron. These guys, like, maybe Bergeron's on the tail end of it now. He could still get plenty of money somewhere else. But, like, these other guys could go and get money. Like, get paid big time. Same thing with McAvoy. Like, they they locked him down for a little bit on a team-friendly deal. And he's not going to sign that again. I will be shocked if he does. Because you can't afford all these guys and then not pay somebody else to come in and compliment the rest of the team. Like, it it's tough, man. I don't. I just don't. I just don't know where they go. It's it's, it's not this way. It's not the it's not the growth route. I don't I don't know where either. But it's something's gonna have to change, and uh, I'm I, I'm worried that it won't. Just because. I mean, like we've said on this, it's just uh, Sweeney's. You know his resume is pretty good for what he's done for us, but I I just see what he's doing wrong, and it's and, and like this team is, I think he's failing with what this roster should be doing, and I think that's the bottom line. I don't think it's well, he, President's Trophy, well the cup. Should that team have won the cup? I think so. Definitely. Should the President's Trophy team not been bounced so early, even without, you know, Tuka Rask? I I think so personally. Should we be losing these guys to absolutely for absolutely nothing? No. What? What? Why aren't we trading expirings even then? You're gonna piss us off in the off season. Just do it in our faces so we actually get an asset back for Tory Krug. Yeah. Yep. I, I just the way I look at this team from top to bottom. If I'm looking offensively, 
First line is the first line, of course. I think that I, I'm going to make a bold prediction now, and I, also, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I think that the third line is going to be better than the second line this year. Yeah. I, I um, mean, I hope you're wrong too, but I, I also think that you could see Smith on the second. You, I suppose you could, but it's going to be a learning curve. We have a bunch of new wingers that, you know, we're trying to figure out now. And, and like, I, I just defensively, we haven't gotten any better. Um, I think that, you know, you got to figure out the, the, the second line is not going to be what everyone hopes it's going to be. DeBrusque is, is good, but is he going to score 40 goals or is he going to score 15 goals? Like he's so hot and cold. And I hope that that's just him being young, but I, I don't know what's going to happen, man. I, I just, it's weird. And it seems strange to let your captain go at this time when everything's up in the air and you don't have great options on defense. And, um, you know, you, you need that leadership and, I know they want to change it up a little bit, and it was only a matter of time before he was either going to retire before he was going to retire. But I, I think that you're crazy if you think he's playing more than one year anywhere. Yeah. So that that's another thing that makes me so angry about it is that you couldn't just let him ride off into the sunset one more year. It's it's rough, man. You think you think that he, he signs can help a one day team. contract? No. And retires here? Yeah, I bet he does in Ottawa. No way, dude. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. With Everybody the mark your calendars. Uh, five weeks from tomorrow night as you're listening to this, you get to watch Zidane Ochara play against your Boston Bruins for the very first time. Cool, man. In cool. The red, white, and blue of the Capitals, baby. I don't, I, I, I'm so angry about this that we need to move on. If it, I think that we... There, there is some bright spots this week with something that we can talk about, um, and I think that that's, you know, the last Boston Celtics game. Um, we had some mm-hmm. rough spots prior to that, but mm-hmm. I think that we should talk about that quickly before we end this episode. Yeah, I mean, it's still going to be the complaint cast. Welcome to 2021. We're still, yeah. <laughs> we're still dealing with the issues of 2020 across the board, whether it's pandemic or Boston sports. Um First, I want to give a shout out to uh, uh, Cam Newton. Cam, I hope you're back next year. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a hot take right there. That's why we don't cover the Patriots. That right there is but, why we don't cover the Patriots. I think someone just sipped their coffee in their car and spit it. Um, yeah. I hope I got him. Hey, sorry about your dashboard. Um, so, for game one, I don't understand the Bucks. I understand that we won. I'm happy with that. I'm still not scared of the Bucks. I'll take the Bucks in the playoffs over a lot of these other Eastern Conference teams that are looking kind of scary. You mean like the Nets? Yeah. Moving on to game two, the Nets. I didn't feel good about this game. I didn't want to throw a prediction on it, and I really would have been honestly pretty shocked if we won that game. How dude, are we getting blown up by 40? I'm did sorry, I think it was possible? Yes, I know but did what I, think I did. It was, I'm not calling you out. I'm not calling <laughs> you out. Listen, I love it. I love the – I just couldn't bring myself to, to utter it. And, uh, but, it, you know, if someone was going to say you're going to lose by 40, I was going to be like, ouch. But, yeah, that's possible. Um, are we 40 points worse than the Nets? Absolutely not. Did they just get worse losing Spencer Dinwiddie? Yes. Also, are they nothing without Kyrie and KD? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Terry Rozier absolutely posterized our boy KD. Our boy KD. Why did I say that? He's not our boy. Um, our boy Rozier did it, though. That's for sure. 
they lost to the Hornets. You know, th- this league does not make sense yet, and it never does three games in. If you look at the history of the league, it never does. Last year, the Timberwolves started three and zero. No one, everyone knows how the rest of that season went. There's no questions. I think they we should have won, won it all. The Pacers twice. Uh, I I hated losing that first game, and the thing I hate the most, and here's where my complaining comes in, is and I'm gonna do it hard, and I've seen it on the internet, and I'm glad I'm not alone with this. Jason Tatum needs to learn about smart shots and dumb shots. He needs to shake every single thing that Kobe taught him until he is Kobe. Yeah. And guess what? There's a pretty good chance he won't be. Yeah. So I am so – I cannot – I'm still enraged about that shot he took. Oh, my gosh. At the end of the Pacers game – one point game. Jason Tatum takes a thirty footer. Same thing he did in the Bucks game, which I'm sorry, was complete luck that he got in. Complete luck. Yeah. It was amazing. We had it up on our story. It was amazing to watch. It's great. Heroic moment. His IQ is not there yet. He is not he's not the guy I want to have the basketball in crunch time. Do you know who is? It's the guy who has the most points in the NBA right now, <laughs> Jalen Brown. In the entire NBA, Jalen Brown is the leading scorer. Another guy quick, I, I would not like to see shipped to Houston for a dumbass. Real quick, though, I think I know Brad Stevens isn't the type of guy, but he needs to like he needs to go off on Tatum on some of these stupid shots. He needs to. Like needs he to. Needs, needs to sit him down and be like, "That is just it's not it. That's not Brad it." Brad gets. Brad gets eight cusses a night, and four of them need to go at Tatum when he's doing <laughs> yeah. that. That's it's 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 absurd. Do you know the play I would have run? Literally, you either give it to Jalen, who's going to take it to the rack. No one can stop him going to the rack, and he would have got a foul. I run pick and roll with Bob Bill, throw him the lob alley oop. You win the game. It's over. Iso Tatum for ten seconds, and then he bricks a thirty footer down one. Yeah, it's infuriating. It's infuriating. But it's win just the not game. Necessary. Don't. I don't. You just just win the game. Yeah. Don't look cool. Just win the game. That's it. Oh. He he wants it for the Instagram, my dude. He literally wants it for. Oh, house of highlights. That's do it. do it. He for literally the wants it. That's what they oh. the kids say, right? Right. All right. I'm as I'm as red as my friggin. Oh, oh, this is this is angry cast for sure. So, oh man! But but a, let me just say my my interface. By the way, or anyone who <laughs> was wondering where that was going, I have a red interface, and I'm as red as it right now. Let me just um, say this though about Jason Tatum, is that he, I love him. Like, this is a hate love. I wanna I wanna say before you go, this is a this is a tough love. I I, I believe I he needs five to make years, smarter decisions. Hundred ninety five million. Let's go. Buckle me in. I hope he's a Celtics for life. He needs to make better decisions. He, I, I'm sure that you already know this, but he is the first player since Antoine Walker to reach yes. 4,000 career points before turning mm-hmm. 23. Shout out to Antoine Walker, a he, guy who had it all, lost it all, <laughs> and is teaching people to not lose it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Respect to that man. Respect to that man. Yep. But, I mean, that's pretty. that's a pretty good feat right there. Yeah, it's a it's fantastic. I just, but he, I, he could he I, could be even better. He's costing us games. Yeah, he's legitimately costing us games, and he's doing it with other selections through it. 
it's what we saw in the bubble that we didn't like. We didn't really harp on it because we were like, I don't know. There was something about a few months ago in the bubble and now a few months later where I'm not taking that anymore. Yeah. I'm not good with Hero Tatum. Right. I don't want it now. Well, and we have even have less it. weapons than we did then. He doesn't have it. He just does. He doesn't. And that's fine. The The best thing Tatum does is not dribble before he shoots. His catch and shoot is incredible, or his pull up, or like whatever. He's got to dance for two seconds to get less separation than he had when he just caught the ball, and then he misses. If he doesn't think, it's in. As soon as he thinks or he plays around, it's immediately my my all the happiness in my face drains, and I know I'm looking at a, a brick, and it is, and he misses. Well, I mean, not to mention that one shot that he did hit, we both agreed that it was luck. I mean, it was all backboard. Like it wasn't like he. He drained the thing. No, no. And I, <laughs> I'm so glad we won that game. But this team could be one in four right now. Dude, he certainly I, could. I get the feeling that Tatum, their push bef- at the end of the Pacers game was phenomenal. Before, before Peyton, the the last game when when he or before that game where he decided to throw up that three. I think that he watched that Paul Pierce video too many times. Yeah. The one where he was, yeah, and that's what I saw the- on the internet. I saw a bunch of people be like, "Oh, I bet you really hated when Paul Pierce took those." And it's like, yeah, I mean, honestly, if we're down one, I'd rather Paul Pierce just go to the hoop. But if but it he- goes in, yeah, I'm not talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not talking if it goes in, but yeah. it's not going in, and it's a track record. There's some stat that the last six times the Celtics have been down one, Jason Tatum launches a three, and he's oh for six Dude, or that- one for six with the with the with the. Milwaukee one, and that's it right there. Four of them in the playoffs. That's it right there. Is that he's not? He's consistently not hitting them. Consistently not, and he's consistently taking them. Right. There's no. But it comes down to like I said. And you know what? Here's my hot take. Where I'll actually, yeah, I agree. And here's my hot take that I actually think he might be a little scarred about. And this is going to give Tatum a little bit of a break for it, but he's got to sack up and get over it. Do you know the last time he tried to seal a game on what wasn't a three point shot? No. When Bam Adebayo absolutely embarrassed him at the rim. I think oh. Bam has scared him out of going within the three-point line Dude, to win that, a game. You could be right. That is the last time he's tried to seal a game inside the three-point arc. And, he, and he's so scared that he won't even be at the three-line. He's five feet behind it. Yeah, oh. he, he got put on a poster for the wrong he's, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the reverse posters. Yeah, the exactly. mobile one block for my two yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! No, I I, did, so, I didn't even think about it that way. Yeah, I I realized that when I was because I I just thought as soon as I well, I went down the rabbit hole of how many times <laughs> he's done this, and someone was like, "Well, he, he, there was the bam dunk," and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's that took his manhood away." Yeah, find your manhood, bud. You're you're gonna be all time. So sack up, get in there, and win more games with smarter shots. That's my only request. Well, I think that what we should cir- circle back to now is Jalen Brown. Yeah, I, I'm ready for the positives. Yeah, the complaining not, is over. Happy. Not, all right. Not thanks just, for sitting through the complain yeah. cast, <laughs> which was 80 percent of this, and now yeah, we'll yeah. get a nice 15, 20 percent of what we like about the Celtics, and then uh, also Happy New Year to you all. Yeah, not just leading the league in scoring, but how many points did he have in the last game? Hmm. Well, you know, in my book, Brad was being a little nice because he should have <laughs> had 50, and he should have had 60 maybe. He had almost 30 at half, and he finished with career high 42, and my gosh, he could have kept going. 
He looked hot, and he's looked hot the entire time, and more more than anything else, and this is exactly why I'm able to look at Tatum and be infuriated, he looks comfortable. Tatum shows signs of spasticness. Jalen Brown, he can miss a shot, and he's getting to where he has to be. He's getting back on D, whatever. Shake it off, on to the next one. Tatum I, just I, gets these. You can see it. You see it's like you can almost see it in his eyes, even from the broadcast camera. It's just like he goes hero ball mode, and his eyes get super wide, yeah. and he just starts screwing up. I just wonder if it really is like, yeah, I want to, I want to be that guy. I want to shoot that big shot, and you know, it's on Sports Center. Is that even Sports Center still a thing? It is. I watch it. I, <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Shout out to Scott Van Pelt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I want to be on Sports Center. I want to be. You know, the next Kobe, blah, blah, blah. You're just not there yet. No, you're not. And get there by people. People are going to remember you along the way if you're smarter than if you're flashier. No one forgets about the smart, good player, especially when you're Jason Tatum. I mean, yes, there's plenty of examples, but none of them are in one of the biggest, most famous franchises in the history who's already gotten tons and tons of recognition. You know, right. Tatum's known for dunking on LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's already solidified stuff. Stop being cool. Just be efficient. Yep. The coolness is going to be there anyway. You're you're a very talented, fun-to-watch player. When it matters, you got to you got to put yourself second and you got to put the team first cuz I don't I really I hate Iso Tatum. I I do. I I I don't I don't hate him, but I I just it doesn't make me I hate it at the end of a game when you have Jalen Brown and you have big men who can finish at the rim. A um, couple other positives since that still just fell back into complaining about Tatum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fast PP. We got to stop with that first of all. That is uh, everyone sees. The, am I the only one who sees the euphemism with it? And it's just <laughs> it's really making me uncomfortable, or what? Jason Tatum, here's a positive that he did recently. Jason Tatum calls him 8 Mile. I'm in on that. Peyton Pritchard, 8 Mile. Let's call him that. Peyton okay. Pritchard's looked phenomenal. Peyton Pritchard is what we've wanted out of the last four years in a draft, which is a plug-and-play rookie who is ready to go right now. He is. He's legitimate. Marcus Smart calls him a dog. Jalen Brown says he's incredible. Jalen Brown called him the GOAT, first of all. Yeah, a little early. I, I'm so in on this guy. Peyton's great. <laughs> Meaningful minutes. Even when Kemba's get gets back, he's gonna he's gonna have a role on this team. Jeff Teague's looked phenomenal. Here's the drum roll, please. Tristan Thompson, oh, leading the league in offensive rebounds. Let's go. I'm hyped on this. I, I'm hyped on this team. I still think we're missing a wing off the bench. Obviously, we're missing Kemba. Obviously, Kemba is pretty crucial uh, with some of what we're looking at here, with like especially the Nets and whatnot. But <laughs> this team. It's fun. It's it's the it's my favorite team since since Isaiah Thomas. Ooh. Speaking yeah. of Isaiah uh, Isaiah Thomas, he still wants to come back to the Celtics. Yeah, I mean, he still I, wants I to play him. obviously, but yeah. like he keeps saying, "Yeah, I could help." We've been from day 1, we've been bring him back. I'm yeah, and I'm still pretty much on it, but you know, at, at this point you got to kind of look at the uh Peyton Pritchard on the wall and yeah, recognize yeah. that. But also, I mean, I don't know. Can Teague play shooting guard? It feels like it. Teague's Teague's been incredible. Teague's Teague is a. Uh, if we have a six man of the year candidate, I can't remember. What uh, James Posey? Probably the last time that happened. 
12 years it's been 12 years since we've had a legitimate six man i mean marcus if you want to call it that but he never gets the nod for it because he's not known as an offensive spark plug off the bench right jeff teague can come in and drop 20 and he's not starting also what do you think of our starting lineup been running out marcus smart at point jalen brown jason tatum and then tice and tristan it's interesting i, I mean I, it's not going to be the same when when kemba's back but right but i think that that's i don't see any issues with that yeah daniel tice looks great daniel tice looks like he's not bummed out that he's kind of lost his starting job i don't think daniel tice really liked starting at center <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go out and say that he's someone he's he probably enjoys being a more beneficial piece of a team <laughs> which he's able to do from this role of not needing to be the guy too much he's, pressure he, he's got to be way out of the media spotlight for that you know now anything he does is you know it's gold he's touching gold if anything yeah. positive he does oh I'm excited. I uh, I would have I, I would have really wanted to see what how we looked against the the Grizzlies last night with them having John Morant. I hope he can have a speedy recovery. That's one of my favorite new guys in the NBA. Uh, nasty, nasty ankle turn to which he posted on uh, on Instagram something along the lines of that one hurt for real. Not gonna lie, <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like I really that sucked and it looked like a bummer. Uh, so it should be three to four weeks, and hopefully he's back. He's just good for the NBA. Um, but it would have been interesting to see if the Celtics handled business if the um, Grizzlies were at full strength. Well, not full strength, but had their guy. Well, I'll say this. I've been very angry for the last 24 hours, give or take. Mm. Yeah. So I'm glad that we circled back and, and, uh, and sort of made this a little bit positive going – getting to the end of this episode because yeah. I, I mean you you were angry about chara i'm angry about chara we we have issues with tatum and i don't um, think either and and uh, and just to make it clear and i think i'm sure that's been known if you've listened to this point neither of us are mad at chara thank you right thank you z exactly i mean i grew up watching that guy for the last 14 years of my life is you know most of my hockey years of watching you know yeah, and uh, I mean, I I remember the Big Joe days and stuff, but I really got into this team when this team really got Zdeno Chara, and I'm gonna miss him a lot. And it's gonna, you know, I, I haven't even eaten today, but if I had, I would be throwing up at the thought of him wearing a Capitals jersey. Yeah, so stay off the internet because there's some uh, some jersey. The people have already put the jersey on him, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So don't even bother with that because yeah. you will probably, you know, throw up. Throw up. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyways, uh, we, we will miss Chara. We hope that the Bruins can kind of get it together for this season because it's going to be a shortened season. And like I said, I feel like assuming we make the playoffs, we might be able to roll into it fairly healthy this year. So only time will tell what happens and how we really make up those spots with Krug and Chara. But, uh, I'm excited, but at the same time, I'm, I'm hesitant. How about that? Yeah, I'm with that. So. Hey, but as we uh, as we wrap up this, uh, what is for us our final recording of 2020, as you listen to it as our first recording in 2021, thank you guys for this first year. We've had a blast doing this. It's been awesome interacting with you guys. Got a lot more stuff coming on the way. And uh, hockey's back in two weeks. The NBA's back already, baby. Boston Celtics, Boston Bruins. Let's go. Let's go. Happy New Year, everybody. Stretched. See